Welcome to America's Top Rebbitsons. May this class be for Rafu Shalema for Sarah Batleya. I'm so excited to have on today's show Rebbitson Hannah Bracha Siegelbaum. Rebbitson Hannah Bracha is a founder and director of Midrashat Be'erot Bat Ayin, holistic Torah study for women on the land. She holds a Bachelor of Education in Bible and Jewish Philosophy from Mechlala Jerusalem College for Women and a Master's of Art in Jewish History from Toro College. Rebbitson Hannah Bracha creates curricula emphasizing women's spiritual empowerment through traditional Torah values. In fact, Midrashat Be'erot Bat Ayin has an interactive and inspiring online program coming up very, very soon. It's called Return to Your Roots. And December 1st, 2021 is the last day for the 25% off early bird registration for the program. Now, this particular program will help you connect personally to the deeper meaning of foundational Torah concepts and explore their spiritual ramifications. Uh, I will put a link for more information on this program on the podcast description. So thank you so much, Rabbi Tzanhana Bracha, for being on our show today to talk about the Hebrew month of Tevet. All Hebrew months have a special power and energy. So please tell us about the Hebrew month of Tevet and all that it has in store for us. Thank you so much, Via. It's really nice to meet you. And thank you for that nice introduction. My Straight bio. My bio. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really happy to be with you here and, and talk to you about Tevet because actually I give classes about each of the Hebrew months. And based on, first of all, the most ancient Kabbalah books that's called Sefer Yitzira, the book of formation that some people attribute to Avraham Avino, the, our, Avraham, our father. And so in the end of Sefer Yitzira, each month has an organ, has a permutation of God's name, have a tribe. And what else does it? And a letter, a Hebrew letter that refers to that month. So based on that, I'm going to, you know, expand with commentaries of Rav Tzadok of Lublin and, and Bnei Yisacha, which some of you may be familiar with. Under you know, based on the Sefer Yetziah. So the Sefer Yetziah, it, uh, it explains, first of all, the letter of the month of Tevet is the Ayin. The tribe is done. The sense, I forgot to say, there's also a sense of each month, but the senses are a little different than our regular five senses because we have 12 months and there's, you know, and we only have five senses. So the sense of this month is Rogis which is similar to cast to anger. It means agitation, literally agitation. So I call this is the, light, the month of agitation. But we, and basically the most important thing in my opinion that for all of us to take with us from today and for myself to for the months of Tevet is how to transform the negative anger to the or agitation to become a positive force that moves us forward in our service of Hashem and that, and that brings us to tshuva as well. That's really, you know, I'm not going to give the recipe for that, but that's the question. I'm, you know, you, you, I told you don't ask me too many questions. I'll ask the questions. <laughs> and you can all think about the answers. What, how can we use that anger or agitation It comes up a lot in this month. And well, let's continue with the Sefer Yetzirah. So you think I could share the screen here? Let's see if I could. Uh, it looks like you gave me the ability. Do you see my screen here? Yeah, but I am. Okay, let me just change it to this one. Okay, so here 
we see that all of six number one here is based on it's based on sephiotium. The senses rogas agitation. The organ is liver, the kavet, which fits perfectly with what Chazal teaches us. That I think I have you down a little bit more here, where it says here text number nine. I have scrolled down to it. The liver gets angry, and the gallbladder injects in it a drop and counts it down. That's from the Gemara Masechet. Brachot. So going back up, so we see that the organ is synchronized with the sense of the mind, the agitation. Mm-hmm. It's the liver that gets angry. And it's interesting because I, I like to put together Torah sources with general sources in the world. For example, I wrote the seven books of the land of Israel coming out now for Shvat, good one to get for how to conduct a Tupi Shvat Seder. And uh, there I took Torah teachings on the seven fruits and synchronized them with medical, mystical and medicinal properties of the seven fruits of the land. And so here, what's interesting here about the liver getting angry, like the Talmud says in Brachot, it also synchronized with the Chinese medicine. And Chinese medicine teaches us that the seat of Anger is in the liver. Interesting. Yeah, so that is really interesting how that goes together. And then the permutation, because there is the R12 permutation, is the hey, yud, hey, vav. So you see it's opposite. It's opposite of instead of yud, hey, it's hey, yud. Instead of vav, hey, it's hey, vav. So this shows us that there are some challenges here. There's like we're in. It judgment, a lot of judgment in this month. And we know that we have a fast day and the tribe is done, which means judgment. Because uh, uh, when you have the, the, the permutation of Hashem's name in a regular order, Yud and He and Vav and He, that's con- this, this name of God is the name that brings us chesed, kindness and miracles. And that's, by the way, that's the name of Nisan. That's the permutation of the month of Nisan where Hashem did the tremendous chesed of taking us out of Egypt and everything is revelation. So the months of Tevet is a more hidden month. So that's where even the more so we need to learn about it to reveal these hidden secrets of the months of Tevet. But that's, God is more hidden at this time. And that's what is expressed as judgment or the opposite order of the letters Permutation of God's name. The constellation is the Capricorn, the mountain goat, or in Hebrew, Gedi. Now, yeah, astrology is very much part of the Torah for those of you who may not know that, including myself before I came to Cuba, because I was actually, I'm about Cuba 41 years. And I was told when I went to the Jewish, not so religious Jewish school in Denmark, the only one, in case you wondered my accent, I thought I would throw that in. <laughs> the only Jewish school in Denmark, I learned that astrology was, you know, is, is against the Torah. But that's not necessarily true. It depends how you use it. But, you know, the Midrash in Midrash Tanchuma has a whole thing about all the 
astrological signs of all the months. And actually, they're synchronized more to the Hebrew months. And, you know, those of you who know a little bit about it, they always start in the middle of the Gregorian months. Yeah. Whereas in the Hebrew, it starts with the, it's actually the months of. So here we have the Capricorn, that's a mountain goat, that's a climber. So that's what we have to do in this month. We have to harness our climbing power and not give up. When things are dark, we have to, you know, climb up to find that light in the end of the tunnel, but actually it's in the beginning of the tunnel. And that's the good thing about the months of, that's the good thing about the months of Tevet is that it starts off with Hanukkah. Yes. Even though it's a dark month, we have the tents of Tevet, and it says that, you know, the darkness was brought into the world when uh, when the when the when the Torah was translated into Greek and Greek is also and Greece amongst the four nations that exiled the Jewish people, Greece is the nation that is called darkness, Choshech. And so if there was darkness when the when the book of the Torah, when the Torah was translated into Greek, because it's missed so much. This is why I, I say, come to our online Midrasha, because you learn how to learn. Or come to our on-campus Midrasha, even better, because we sit with Chavuta tutor, tutors and we learn in Hebrew, because when everything is lost, so much is lost in translation. Yes. So much. For sure. Like there's so much more depths and layers. So it's so limited in translation. So that's the darkness. So much of the light was limited. But what I want to say is that the beginning was Chodesh Tevet falls in Hanukkah. So we have that light of Hanukkah that is so strong. And it's the end of Hanukkah. So you have so many lights then. And they illuminate. They have the power to illuminate the entire darkness of the months of Tevet. That's so and like this month is the darkest and the, and the beginning of the light. We have the winter solstice. If I pronounce it correctly, you can yes. correct me. Via, yeah, yeah, the solstice, yep. <laughs> yes, we ha that happens in the months of, um, of Tevet. And actually, there's a really interesting story. I don't know exactly. It's a midrash where I got it. But actually, yeah. So the last days of Hanukkah, the culmination, the eighth day, is called Zot Chanukah. That's in the beginning of the month of Tevet. Our holy sages tell us that after Adam ate from the tree of knowledge, the night started to grow longer and the days became shorter. So Adam was so afraid that, oh no, I brought this darkness into the world by sinning, by eating this fruit of the tree. When he noticed then that the days stopped getting shorter, Adam rejoiced and fasted, and not fasted, sorry. Adam rejoiced and feasted for eight days. This is, you know, the precursor to Hanukkah, obviously. But the months of Tevet together with Tammuz and Av, three days that we're fasting over the temple, these months were taken by Esav. So there's a whole thing about Yaakov and Esav having to share the months of the year. So in the end, Tevet has the power to return back to Yaakov. This Tevet is about making it good. That's the word Tevet means from the word Tov, good. Anyway, but Tevet is 
is still like considered Esau's months. So since this happened during Esau's months that the day started to get longer, Adam's feast was taken over by brother Esau. Guess what that is about? You know, you maybe you wondered why it is that during Hanukkah, the nations also have their, you know, some of the nations have their holiday. And, you know, that is such a parody. They also have lights. Yes. You know, they have a, they're trying to have some of the same, but they have it like in a warped way, completely yes. warped way. But it's not by chance that it's the same time. It was, you know, because, because that's also considered the months of Esa, whatever that means. But we're going to bring it back. So also Tevet begins the three months, winter months, which are Tevet, Shvat, Adar. They correspond to the three tribes that were situated in the north side of the camp, like winter that's north. And north is also a place of darkness. Those were Dan, Asha, and Naphtali. Mm -hmm. So three, those three tribes were well, Dan and Naphtali are from Bilha and Asha is from Zilpa. So none of them, none of them are from Minarachal Aleya. Not to take lightly the holy maidservants. Right. I'm just mentioning that. So this especially so let's look a little bit more into the name of Tevet. And here we're gonna see that this word is used in in the Let's see here. And it just takes so much extra time. We're going to try it just really quick to share the text. Number two. Aharon shall make good the incense. So in Hebrew. Uh, wait, not yet. And of spices go up in smoke every morning. And now comes the main thing that has to do with Tevet Bahativo when he makes good or when he sets up the candles in uh, he shall make it go up in smoke. So the main thing here is Bahativo and which you see it's the same root as the word of Tevet. Hativo mm -hmm. is the verb of Tevet. So and it is the same root of Tov, good. So he's making good the candles. Literally, he's making good. But this is actually how you say to set up the candles. Because the candles are always good. So setting them up is making them good. And this is how it's written in, um, in text number two in the book of Shemot. I believe it's in Parshas. Uh, I believe it's in Parshas Tzavah, in the end of Shemot. And this teaches us about the goodness that also is inherent in the months of Tevet, like Sfat Emet explains, that Rosh Chodesh Tevet is during Hanukkah, and that's why the lights of the candles illuminate all of the days of that month. For the, everything, you know, the way it works in the world is that they, the body follows the head. So Rosh Chodesh is the head. The entire month follows its beginning. It's always the beginning. First impressions are so important. So I hope you're going to like me. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, no, it's so interesting. This is the first impression. <laughs> it's possible to learn from the fact that we light 36 candles, that these candles, you know, all throughout 
Hanukkah we light 36 candles minus the shamash. Like that's that's the total of one plus two plus three plus four plus five plus six plus seven plus eight. That you can check it out yourself. That makes up 36. And so if you, from the beginning of Hanukkah until the end of the month of Tevet, there's exactly 36 days. Isn't that cool? Wow. And so the Hanukkah candles light up all of Hanukkah plus the month and every day in the month of Tevet. Amazing. And so it's possible. So Tevet are the days, even though Tevets are the day when Hashem is hidden, uh, though we have a principle in the Torah, which is Hashem Magdim Refu'ah Lemakah. Hashem always, he always uh, precedes the healing to the wound. And so he preceded that healing of the Hanukkah candle that began before the month of Tevet, and that's important. So the darkness of, of Tevet is like the wound. Hanukkah and the lights of Hanukkah is the healing. The healing comes first and they spill into the darkness of Hanukkah. So that's all based on Sfat Emet for Hanukkah year 5,650. So I hope that was clear. Yes. And so now let's talk a little bit. Well, we talked already about the permutation and so move to the letter ein and so what's how what's the connected connection between the letter ein and the what's going on during the months of tevet so first of all there is ein is the numerical value of 70 which corresponds to the 70 facets of the torah which is refers to 70 possible ways of Torah interpretation. But it also has to do with the eye, because the months of Tibet, says Rav Yitzhak Ginsburg, has the ability to rectify the eye, the evil eye specifically. As we, we learn also in Mishle, he who has a generous eye shall be blessed for he gave of his bread to the poor. This is one of the things we need to do and uh, work on in the months of, of uh, Tevet is to have a Ein Tova, to have a good eye, to, which is, a, which is uh, also translated as a generous eye, the opposite of a narrow eye, of uh, Ein Tzara or Ein Hara. Mm -hmm. And so... Since the word of Tevet comes from the word Tov, like it says, so we can put together the Ayn and the Tov. So we have like this, this month is all about working on giving an Ayn Tova. The goodly eye shall bless. It's really important to use the energy of this month to bless, to look at the good, to notice the good. And the beginning of this rectification, which we could still do, and we have several days more to do so, is gazing at the Hanukkah candles, especially the last day, which is in the month of, of uh, Tevet, when all the eight candles are, you know, igniting and illuminating, and it's so much light there. And also Sfatimet says in another place, I think it's Sfatimet, or maybe it's Rav of Lublin. In any case, the most important is what's being said. And the, and the saying is, 
if all throughout the year, if we, which everybody, nobody can avoid using our eyes, not the very holiest way. Let's say we look at someone with jealous eyes or we look at things that's really not something we should even see, which is not, you know, with a cu too curious of an eye. This is part of what Chava did in the Garden of Eden when it says she saw that the tree was good for, you know, for seeing, like she used also her eyes to sin by looking at the tree. Like it was a beautiful sight. The tree was a beautiful sight. It was also good for eating and, and to make one wise, etc. But the point is that most of, we cannot avoid sinning with our eyes. It says, don't go out after your heart and after your eyes. And so it's very hard to be completely pure of that. Oh, Especially like when seeing other people's gardens that are nicer than yours or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, you know, well, not if you live in Brooklyn, but if you live um, out in the countryside, but, but I, where I live, that's a big challenge. And so to see, so I try whenever I see something beautiful that belongs to other people to give a blessing. Like even if I'm not talking to anyone, I just didn't mentally say, this is a beautiful garden, may be blessed and continue. Sometimes I whisper it to grow and prosper or whatever I want to say. Anytime we see something beautiful that we should not, God forbid, chas v'shalom, give out an ein That's very but, special. That's really, that's really smart. That's very, very special. So whenever you see something that you may have a tendency to feel jealous at, just give a blessing. That helps revert it. But then what I wanted to say is that Whoever said it is that when you look at the Hanukkah candles, when you look at the meditator on them, they, they rectify anything we may have done with our eyes throughout the whole year. Wow. So that is so important to take that auspicious time of Hanukkah and sit with the Hanukkah candles. You know, women are exempted and women are not supposed to do work 30 minutes after lighting the candles. And that's why I'm saying I gotta be at the candlelight, you know. And you and thank you for making time to get up so early to to do this podcast so early for you in America. Because even though you call me one of America's top representatives, that's only through the online program. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm living here in Israel, and so we have afternoon. And I want to make sure not to miss the candlelight. Definitely, definitely. So my husband lights and my son lights and. I, I sit there and look at the cans and I also say the Tehillim and that's one th and I don't want to be working uh, which this is called work for me that's my work I'm a teacher so uh, yeah okay so let's go back and see what else we have time to glean out of uh, Tevet I know we won't get to everything that's always like that's really really fine okay so it's interesting like this month is the month of agitation or anger, and the word for anger is kaas, and the middle letter is ein. So that negative kaas, that negative anger, must be first rectified to its part and you know transformed to become its positive correspondent. So let's see. I have here a text from Rav Tzadik of Lublin. Um, so he says that Tevet and Shvat, they correspond to Tammuz and Av. And if you know, like Tammuz, 
the organ is is uh, according to Sefi Tira is the eye, Avis the ear. So Tevet, which is the letter I, corresponds to Tammuz, which is the organ of that month, is the eye. And I, you know, I means I. And those are the eyes of the king, those two eyes. And so these two months denotes times of smallness and distance. And that, uh, what it means is that has, it, what we can learn from it is even though Hashem is hidden, God is still there with us. My eye and my heart are there, says Hashem in the book of Kings. All the days, also the days of distance or the days of Nida. Like if you think about our relationship with God, like the relationship between a wife and a husband. So doing Nida, touching is forbidden, but seeing is permitted. You can see each other. So Hashem says, hi. <laughs> Even like there's a hiddenness. We cannot touch God at this time. There's Nida. There's a, there is a fast day. The temple was destroyed. A part of the, there was a siege around Yerushalayim that preceded the destruction of the temple on the tents of Tevet. But the eyes, when the eyes are good, then everything is good. So it's kind of like saying everything goes according to the head. So the head of Tevet is good. That's Hanukkah. So all the days of, of the month of Tevet follows that goodness. Similarly, the eyes which are in the head, when there is a saying in the, in the Talmud, when uh, the eyes of the bride are good, then all the rest of her is good. You don't have to check too much into her if her eyes are good. And so, so that's what Tevet is about. Like, make the eye good. Turn the judgment. Turn the judgment inward. So now that that moves us, uh, that brings us to the tribe of the months, which is Dan, judgment, Din. And that's north. And north is the, you know, as opposed to south. South is the place of spirituality, of wisdom. That's where the Menoah in the Mishkan and the Tabernacle and the Temple would be in the south. This is all in the Talmud Baba Batra 25b. Whereas the, whereas the showbread would be on the north and the showbread symbolized represent the physical. So it says whoever, so, so whoever wants to be wealthy should go north, meaning the north, which is also in the land of Israel, the land of the land of Israel that is corresponding to Dan, that belongs to Dan, is in the north. You know, the Banyo is very beautiful there because it's, it's a land with a very green and lush, lots of rain near the Golan. And that is because that's where there's physical abundance. Whereas in the south, we have the Negev, we have the desert, but we, you know, we don't have so much physical abundance, but we have spiritual abundance. The, lots of yeshivot and teachers and rabbis. I live in the South, which is abundant with that. So, and goodness also can be very hidden. Like North in Hebrew is tzafun, which comes from the word tzafun. Like in Pesach, we hide the matzah, tzafun, and that means hidden. So there is a pasuk in Tehillim, how great is the goodness that you have hidden for those who fear you. So there is a hidden goodness in the north, but it is hidden. And so when Rachel named Bilha's first son Dan, 
she recognized that Hashem has pronounced judgment upon me, but he has judged me first to find me guilty. Actually, uh, Rachel was struggling with her own jealousy at Leah, that Leah had one son after the other while she remained barren. And so, but then she worked on that, on, on, on that jealousy so much to the extent that she was able to completely overcome it. And that's what is explained in the Rashi explains on the naming that Rachel gave Dan. That Dan has two meanings. First, to find guilty, but also to champion one's cause. So first Hashem found me guilty, and then Hashem said, I'm, you are the winner. You know, and now Hashem gave me also a son through Bilha. I was first barren, and that's the judgment, but then Hashem listened to my voice. That so that's in that we see that Dan has the ability to be turned, the judgment of Dan can be turned from being guilty to being like the judge. That's also judgment. You know, you have three judges that decide who's the winner. Oh, you know, so that's another kind of judgment. That's a judgment. We want to turn the judgment of the word of the of the months of Tevit to beautiful. So, so there's a lot about Dan that's difficult. Like Dan is also on the flag of Dan, there is a snake. So the snake bites with a venom of anger, like we said, is this month. The evil eye is the eye of the snake, that which we want to transform. The rectification is the battle of holy anger against evil anger. And I want to talk a little bit more about that before we end. So it's interesting because Nachash, snake, is the exact same gematria as Mashiach. How interesting. 358. So the holy power of Dan reflects a spark of Mashiach. Huh. And so there's also, um, there's also a Zohar that teaches us that the commander-in-chief of the army of Mashiach will come from the tribe of Dan. Of Dan. So he will take the anger of Dan and turn it to the enemies. And that's what the anger is for. Anger, we, we need it. And so we also need it to be angry at our own evil inclination. Like it says, like Rakzu, which is exactly the same word as Rogus. Be agitated and don't sin. And David Hamelach writes that in his Tehillim. So I could share with you again. Let's see. Okay, you, you really did that. You figured out how to let me share the screen. So here, we're just scrolling down. Here, text number eight, become agitated and sin not. From Tehillim, chapter four, verse five, capital four, verse five. And then it also says, which is thought was really also very beautiful and very, and pertains very much to the months of Tevet. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. It's like also how you quiet that anger through meditation, like to commune with your own heart. Meditate about it. 
look for the root of it, <coughs> find out how you can sweeten it and how you can transform it to use it only again the, against the negative that we want to get rid of. And so, <coughs> so how do we do that? You know, so a few, um, a few tips on that. How, how do we transform our anger? So yes. that's the question that I'm preempting that you probably were thinking to ask, right? Yes, that's a million dollar question. Exactly. How do we turn our anger from, from anger to, to, to good, to productive, to make it ch to channel it to be productive for us? And I think that we have a really good example of, um, of Yosef the Tzadik. Okay. When we read about him in this month of Tevet, the end of his whole story, it's Tevet starts off with Vayigash, which is the encounter between, very emotional encounter between Yosef and uh, between Yehuda and Yosef. And then we, and then we move to Vayichi. Uh, and Vayichi, that's when, the, when Yaakov passes away and then the brothers who feel very, very guilty about what they did to Yosef. Uh, and so they come to him and they actually make up this whole story. And they, because they're really afraid of Yosef, they thought maybe Yosef is nice to them as long as their father's alive. But once the father is no longer, he's going to start taking revenge. You know, he could have really been very angry at his brothers. Like who wouldn't be like they try to kill him. And then I, you know, and then they put first they were going to kill him. Then they put him into a pit full of snakes and scorpions. And then they sold him in the tender age of 17 to be a slave into the most decadent of all nations, the perver perverted Egyptian nation. And how could he even, you know, they sold him to assimilation. It was just because he had such a strength, uh, inner strength, and that he was able to not only overcome the temptation for assimilation, he grew greater and stronger uh, during it. And so, so the brothers say after in Pasha's Vayichi, please, our father said, don't get angry with uh, your brothers. Don't, you know, don't punish them, something like that. And then Yosef answers something very, very, very beautiful, which I just, uh, I want to like just scroll down to my notes to uh, find exactly what he said. Because, um, and I, because it's really, very amazing how he says it. Let me just find it here. Okay, so this is what he says. Here we go. Um, here, I found it. It's in Bereshit, uh, chapter 50, and it's, that, it's verse 16, of, 16 to 21. So this is what he said. And when, oh no, this is, Sorry, and first they say, oh, you know, now Yosef will hate us and will pay us back the evil which we did him. And then Yosef answers, fear not, for am I in place of God? But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it for good. To bring it to pass at this day to save many people alive. In Hebrew, to save many people alive is... Uh, uh, and then he says, now therefore fear not, I will nourish you and your little ones 
and he comforted them and he spoke kindly to them. Well, there is, I'm just looking for the word, but lemichia. There is a word where he says, you, you know, Hashem made it. It was from Hashem that I had to go down to Egypt. I could sustain you during the famine. You know, you had not, you didn't have the best intentions. Okay, but like this had to happen. I have nothing in my heart against you because you did Hashem's will. And I'll we'll bring it out to see how we could take that from Yosef and learn from that. But uh, but, but I just want to bring in that the word lemichia Hashem sent me for sustenance for you. When you unscrabble the letters of lemichia, you get mechila, forgiveness. Oh. Yes. And that's really, you know, Yosef is really the, a very great role model for forgiveness. The way he spoke and he comforted and made them feel good, don't feel bad, don't feel guilty. It's always meant to be. So like when we get angry at other people, what usually happens is like, how can you, you know, like that. And it's really kind of idol worship. The Talmud compares anger to idol worship because we don't see that it's all from Hashem. Everybody, what if they insult me, if they, you know, they stop me from being able to do what I feel I have to do or whatever they do to hurt me, to make me upset, to make me angry, to make me agitated. They're only doing it because God is making them do that. And that's what that's what Yosef is saying. You know, God, God, it was from Hashem. I'm not angry with you. Why? Because I realize it's from Hashem. And that's the clue. When we come across uh, challenges in our life with other people, with situations, if we don't see God in it, then we get angry. And that's considered idol worship because we, instead of seeing God, we are making that person, that thing, that that how do you call it? That obstacles, that impediment. We make it into like it is as if it has a power on its own, right. and that's why it's like idols. And that's one of the reasons. That's the other one, but that's the one I choose to share with you today. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. It's very, very powerful. Definitely, it it, it brings up a point. You know, it really strikes a, it strikes a chord. You know, it's true. Like in everyday life, we do get mad. People insult us. People prevent us from doing what we want to do. Or maybe there are situations. Maybe it's not a person. Maybe it's a situation that's really, really difficult for us. And whether, regardless, whether it's a person or a situation or something else, it it's it's all Hashem. Whatever it is, it's all Hashem. And the difficulty is just remembering that. It's sometimes it's hard, you know, because we live in this world. We live in like what we see, you know. So it's sometimes it's difficult to remember that it's really Hashem, but if we can stop, if we're able to stop for a minute and just say, wait a minute, it's not the situation, it's not the person, it's not the circumstances, it's actually Hashem, then maybe we can calm down for a few minutes and just take a deep breath and then figure out what to do with a clear head. That's beautiful. Yeah, because otherwise anger is compared to the snake. Like you said, yeah. that's also done. And the snake basically takes over. When a person gets angry, their own soul leaves them and instead comes like a snake soul. And then that, that's when they will do things that they later will really regret. And so, and that's another reason why it's idol worship. It's like they, their soul is not there. Right. In, in any case, so what it's easier said than done. This is one of the hardest things. This is, you know, like Sheva, Sheva, Yipol, Sadiq, become a tzaddik, fall seven times and get himself back up. Like it's, you know, we, we have to know when we don't always know what, why Hashem gave us what he gave. Like Yosef knew, okay, it was clear why I had to go to Egypt. 
well, now it became clear. It wasn't clear when he was in prison. Right. And I'm sure even when he was in prison, he already had forgiven his brothers. Yes. But, you know, and a lot of times when you're in the middle of something, you don't understand why is Hashem doing that to me? It's not fair. Right. But later with hindsight, you could see a pattern of why it had to happen. And we can always ask ourselves, what is the meter that I can perfect? What is the character that I can work on in this situation now? Like, how is it helping me? And we see, and we have to really stop and take a, and take a deep breath. That's number one, when we get angry. You know, they have that thing, count to 10 or count to whatever many you want to count to. Yes. A time out. Yes. That is really important. Just relax, take a deep breath. Like, like we saw in Tehilim, you know, Vedomu Sela, be still, be quiet, Sela. Just like, stop, stop. When you're angry, don't, you know, don't do anything. Don't talk to other people. Like if I, you know, sometimes things happen. I'm a director of a school, Midrashat Beirut Batayin, and it's uh, sometimes people or students, or things that happen makes me angry. So, I, and I have to do something. I have to, you know, make sanctions sometimes, but I know I wait so that, it passes that emotion. Right. When you are, and I remember I once had a student who also, who, I don't have a tendency so much to get so angry, uh, but I had a student like that and it was a very big problem. And she said, but these people are doing this and this and this, and what should I do? What should I do when I do this and this and this and this? And I said, nothing, take a deep breath. But what should I say? I said, nothing, you cannot say or do or anything when you are in this state of anger. Right. Anything you're gonna say, it's going to boomerang. It's going to like backfire and make it worse. hundred percent. Say anything when you're angry, angry to anyone. If you need to write, don't send the email. Okay. Don't send the email that you wrote when you were angry, but you could, you could sit and write, don't write it in the email, write it on word or something else on your, with your hands. Or right, just to get it out. Yeah. Some people yeah. like it's good for some people. Yes. And then like you can make a ritual and burn it. Right, so exactly. Get that rid of that. I got rid of it. Yes. You know, when I was going through many hardships, I write a whole journal. Right. Had, but then it's not good to keep it. You don't want to hold the grudge. No. no. Get rid of it. Okay, so I see we're going towards the end. So I want to, uh, so these are, so I think we have, you know, this, you know, we could talk for a whole year about tips on how to deal with anger. I actually have, I do, I do spiritual healing and I have a course coming up where I'm going to also teach in it, uh, you know, anger management according to the Torah and forgiveness and other topics in the course coming up in, in about three weeks' time. So you will stay tuned. If anyone would like to also be on a weekly email list, they can email me. You have my email. If you don't mind, also put that email on there and then, we, I write every week, I write something for the Parsha. I did it for so many years and you get everything. Also about the months. Every every month there's four articles about the Parsha. Every week, there is. I mean, every month. I mean, sorry, about the months. I'm getting nervous because I'm getting agitated because I know I have to end now. <laughs> I always do that. Sorry. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, really. Thank you so much. But I'm not finished. I didn't want to go to my ending. That is not so... In any case, so email me 
and I'll let you know about everything that I'm doing here. So I just want to go to the end. So I'm skipping about five or six pages. And I do have my conclusion because that's very important. Okay. Just a little recap. So the month of Tevet is about taking the light of Kislev and bring it into the very lowest, most physical antithesis to holiness. And that is really, like, when, when we're able to do that, that's even greater. You know, when you could take something high and bring it down to low, that's what Hashem wants that we make for him a downstairs apartment, a dirapetachtonim. <laughs> and also, if you, look at, if you look at the shape of the letter iron, so it points towards, but uh, it points backwards. You have, a, you have one of the leg of iron that the main leg points backwards to Kislev. But the, uh, you know, I'm sorry, the upper right received from the path from Kislev where it extends its leg into the opposite direction, into the future, into Tevet. So it's the letter that has a strong base below the line the organ of the liver, which controls the lowest, most physical part of our being, and which is also, also associated with digestion and sexuality. And that's also, by the way, why Esther was taken in the months of Tevet to Ahasuerus, because Hashem wanted that he would choose her, because that's the months where the body enjoys another body. It's all written in the Gemara Megillah. So Tevet is the time to enlighten the most darkest places, including like our own negative emotions of anger. And so it's the time that we have the ability to transform physical enjoyment for, into enjoyment for holiness. And we're not an ascetic, we're not an ascetic, how do you say it? Ascetic religion. We don't believe that you just have to go and meditate on a mountain. We're about eating, and drinking for the sake of Hashem. And the trait of anger is one of the worst emotions possible, yet when its energy is challenged towards becoming angry only at the evil, it can really turn us towards all the good that the name of Tevet indicates. And that is especially through developing a good eye, the letter of the months, and to convey Torah into the 70 languages of the gematria of Ayn, the letter. And so that way we can infuse all the dark places with the light of Hanukkah. And so how much we, according to how much we expel the evil through the, the character of anger and fear of God, we can transform the darkest places into the holiest light. So, that, so that's kind of a recap of what we learned today. And, Thank you very much for inviting me, Vila. My pleasure. I'm happy um, if we could work something out. I could do this every month. I have already the classes made, if you want. Thank you. No, it's definitely something to consider, and I appreciate that, because this is such yeah. an important topic. It really, really is. The energy of the Hebrew months, the power of the Hebrew months, it's really, it's very, very important. So thank you. We'll be in touch about that. Thank you. Okay, be very well. And Chodesh Tov and Mubarak and Chanukah Tameach. Thank you so much, and for you too. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.